What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Morgan. Buongiorno, buongiorno. Buongiorno to you as well. Yeah. How are you this fine you day? You got two today. That is exciting. Yeah, that's rare. Two I for figured... the second episode of 2023. Exactly. I figured like new year, new me, right? And it's going to keep going. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> for every episode. By the end of the year, people are going to be very There's over this be podcast. There's going to be a lot of them. <laughs> so just strap in for that. It's like, hey, I'm, and I'm joined thing. by Rachel Mogan, and then it's just it's buongiorno, 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 then the SpongeBob 15 minutes later. Oh, yes. That would be super Bongiorno, 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 and bongiorno. Put a pin in that. We're going to do that at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, welcome. Thanks for joining us today for this episode where we are here to talk about video games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out on Thursdays, 9 a.m. Central Time, and you can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You can also watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. Links for all that are in the description below. You can also find us on social media at Facebook, 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 Facebook. Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> you can also join our Discord server where we have a lot of great conversations about games and non-gaming related topics when we're not here recording the show. Uh, you can join that. And also, if you want to help make the show bigger and better, you can head over to patreon.com slash team chat podcast, where as for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show just like Super Saiyan Ace, Elise F, Zach S, Mariah S, Susan M, James K, Michael B, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W have done. They have all gone over there to support the show, and in return, we're giving them cool perks like giving the episodes early before their general Thursday release, access to a private channel on our Discord server, the Rogues Gallery, special emotes, all this fun stuff. It's great. But you can also support the show for free if you don't want to do that because we understand that's a commitment. And you can do that by subscribing wherever you listen to or watch the show. Uh, Tell your friends, write us a review, all that good jazz. But we are grateful for each and every one of our viewers, listeners, and patrons alike. Heart emoji. Yeah, heart emoji. Smooches. All right. XOXO. XOXO, all the love that we can give. It's yours. <laughs> but it's an exciting day, Mogan. We haven't done one of these in so long. I'm, it's going to be so I'm fun. I'm so excited. I feel like we're rusty. <laughs> Here we are today. We are going to do another soundtrack spotlight another episode. music so oh, it's Finally. been a minute we, oh, these are our long. favorites because like these the are. soundtracks I, I you know newer listeners to the show i don't know if you know but like me like i listen predominantly to soundtracks that's like all i listen to so i love video game soundtracks and so it's been killing me that we haven't been able to talk about yeah. them so uh yeah, it's going to be a good time. We should have had, before we got all settled and comfy, your Katana Zero oh, vinyl man. to display because it's so beautiful. Actually, if you want to just grab yeah, it. Yeah, let me just grab it's, it. It's, uh, don't forget, you got headphones on this time. <laughs> uh, it's the, right next to the Last of Us one on my shelf right there. Oh, yeah, there it is. Sam got me this for Christmas. Is white sword to deal with it? It's the, uh, I'm not doing any Katana Zero music today. Just a little, uh, little spoiler for you. I think we've talked about but it before, though. I think we have. But it is beautiful. Got this from Fan Gamer, but Sam got this for me for Christmas. It's just got like incredible art. Hopefully, that's not just like reflecting and all and glaring all to hell. But it just looks. Well, let's just kind of lightly move it yeah, around so that so you at can some maybe point see it people can see it. Ooh, it's pretty. So fancy. Uh, it, but yeah, it's it's very cool. Got some extra fun artwork there. Ooh, on, yeah, the I like the artwork well. on the back. So it's it's some great stuff. But anyway, uh, sadly, no Katana Zero. 
Katana Zero will not be a game that we're talking about today, but it does have a fantastic soundtrack. So go check that out if you haven't heard yeah. it. But uh, we're both listening to the headphones because we're trying it a little different this time where we're going to be listening to the song and talking about the music while we're playing it. So again, to try to, you know, throw off the people who want to who want to keep us down. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. That's what we're going to it's, it's all to avoid those copyright claims. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, boy. Without further ado, Let's I know we've it. got a couple of bangers. To talk about today. So you know which two games I'm doing, but I don't know which two games you're doing. So Exciting. I want you to start. Okay. You yeah. want me to go first? Yeah. Uh, this is one. I think it's it's going to be one that uh, it has been on the top of my mind a lot lately. And I thought about doing this as my second choice, but it, it's just too good. I have to get right to it immediately. And it is the soundtrack from none other than Cult of the Lamb. Oh. Oh, by interesting. Riverboy. Okay, by Riverboy. Riverboy. All right, it. let's go for it. So, Calls of the Lamb, uh, as you know, game came out just last year in 2022 and was a smash hit, one of my favorite games of last year. And one of the big reasons for that is because the soundtrack is just so damn good. It's very good. Quick aside, yes. just because I think it's so funny. So Riverboy is the composer for Cult of the Lamb. Other indie darling that came out that I personally love, Neon White, mm-hmm. composed by Machine Girl. Oh, Do that's you think funny. they're friends? <laughs> they should be. <laughs> Do you be. think they're BFFs? They absolutely should be if they're not. God, I, I ship them. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's incredible. I really love yeah, that. Yeah, that's super funny. Uh, but Riverboy is actually the audio, audio director and composer for Cult of the Lamb. And it's very curious. And uh, Riverboy... This might be, looking on Spotify and everything like that, his first video game soundtrack. Wow. In the past, he has just released some like house beat, uh, like uh, some EPs and stuff like that that he's done, some singles and whatnot. Uh, but this looks to be his first foray into a full-blown soundtrack. But the what I love about it is it, it's just every bit of it just feels so unique. Like the main theme, which is the first song that I'm going to be playing, Praise the Lamb, it is just so unique sounding it's obviously got like a solid beat and a groove to it but it has i i I don't know it's almost hard to describe the qualities of it like i i could you know what i mean but it's 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 got this like this like woodwindy kind of like like wistfulness to it yeah i would say uh it also is fun because it incorporates a lot of what you'll hear it at the very tail end of the clip that i'm going to play you'll hear a little bit of the like the vocalizations that your followers make, which is very interesting. And from now comparing it to his other EPs, that's actually Riverboy, the male like vocalization voice because it matches what's in this song, which matches the voice that I hear in the other EPs. That's fascinating. You know, a little bit of like research there, a little bit of like insight. So here we go. uh, Playing the first little bit here. This is about three. Praise the Lamb is like a six minute song. Oh my God. (laughs) We're only playing like 30 second segments here, Uh, but this is about three minutes, 20 seconds into the song uh, of Praise the Lamb. So let's give this a little listen. I love that. Do, 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 Me too. Do. This is also the like um, main compound music. So when right. you're at your little cultist area, this is the ambient music that plays in the background. I just thought that. Me too. Just these little melodies that play throughout with that s- nice beat. Those it's great. Sprinkled in high notes. And then you'll hear him right here at the end. Right about here. No kidding. That's him. That's I Riverboy. never would have guessed the boy himself. Yeah. 
So the, I, I don't, the boy, the myth, the legend. <laughs> I, I, it really is because it's just the soundtrack. Like I wasn't, ex- I didn't know what music I was expecting Cold of the Lamb to have, but I was kind of anticipating something maybe a little more closer to like a Stardew, you know, but maybe oh, a little bit darker, you know, like just kind of that, like more like chipper, happy, which this is like, especially when you're going around in your compound and everything, yeah. this is a very fun tune to just like bop out to. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, I don't know. I, it's just, I love all those little, the, like, like I said, while we were listening to it, the little melodies, I like the little vocalizations added into the little like, yeah. like that's all the stuff that kind of gives it that whimsy and stuff to it, that feel to it. Love it. Can't get enough. Um, it's not very present in this particular song, but I do think that Cult of the Lamb soundtrack does a really good job of almost making like a certain amount of dissonance mm-hmm. in its tracks, yeah. which kind of just gives you that slightly off kilter feeling of like, oh, things are really happy and good and everything right. is great, but there's that underlying sense of, like, of so, ooh, well, it right. is actually kind of a sinister cult and right. you keep sacrificing your followers and there's kind of like death and horror everywhere as you go and decimate other minor gods, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and, and slay them from their places of power. So That's what I was meaning. Like, it's got this like... This whimsy to it, but there's something else there. Yeah, and you're right, that, that dissonance, that, that like un, that, that undercurrent un- of dissonance. Yeah, the uneasiness to all to all of it that like there's a little bit more brewing under the surface than what's right yeah. there. And so I really love that stuff. Uh for the second track that I wanted to pick from the Cult of the Lamb soundtrack, uh, is another one that actually plays when you're doing a little side mini game. Uh you meet one of the other actually kind <gasps> oh, of the guy yeah. who's like your initial guide to getting you help set up and your cult underway, Ritao. Uh you actually learn this game from him at his hut. It's called Knucklebones. Knucklebones is a one of very my, fun game. Love that game. I, I wish that they would pull like a Witcher Gwent and just like take Knucklebones out and make it its own whole little campaign game. I would not be surprised if you could find a Knucklebones set on oh, Etsy. Oh, you should. Because I've actually was for a little bit like while I was playing the game on the Cult of the Lamb subreddit. Oh, like you mean physical people, knucklebones. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And like people were making like knucklebone sets and like posting oh, pictures and cool. stuff and I was like, man, that would be super fun. That's fun. Uh, but quick aside, knucklebones is like a dice-based game where each person rolls a, rolls one die for their turn and then you have like you have to like place it in these three different yeah. rows that three die can fit in and it's basically like combining the biggest combination of die in those three die for each row and trying to get a higher number than your yeah. uh, opponent. But you can also like remove your opponent's die. If you place the same die in the same row that they have, yeah. like if they have a five and you play a five, their five goes away. Anyway, but the same can happen to you. So you exactly. have to be careful. So it's very fun. Uh, it was a really fun little side game to go. You eventually play against different characters in it, but this is the music that plays underneath it. I love it because it has this very fun, almost tavern esque feel yes, to it. it does. But it also really reminds me of uh, Darren Korb's, bastion soundtrack or even pyre a little bit so it's very fun for those reasons but it's also very simple and not in way more toned down than the praise lamb in terms of like what it is like it's it's pretty much just like a guitar with a little like beat in the background and sounds even more acoustic so it's very fun the most acoustic and the most simple and and i'm saying simple is like a not as a knock not as a knock but it's the most minimalistic track in the entire game so let's give a little uh listen to the first 30 seconds here of knuckle bones just that like strumming of the guitar it's so jaunty something about the maybe it's the key or just the tones being used it actually does sound like kind of intense though right you're like yeah oh, it's there's still that on. like that like urgency to it you're playing a game it's urgency, a competition that's the word i'm looking for but it just still like has that like 
kind of taverny feel to it. Yeah. It like it could play while you're playing Gwent. Oh yeah. So it's just a very fun light track in an otherwise very sinister game. <laughs> in an otherwise <laughs> very sinister game. Uh, so yeah, yeah, definitely. So I had to give a shout out to those couple tracks from the Cult of the Lamb soundtrack. The rest of the soundtrack though is fantastic. So go give it a shout. Uh, go give it a listen. Uh, and again, that is by. Riverboy. So my first one had to start this out with Cult of the Lamb because, man, it's a good soundtrack. I can't decide which of my two I want to start with next because, God... My, I was spoiled for choice. I mean, I feel yeah. like b- just because it's been so long since we did our last music sode, we're sitting on a mountain of games. There's a lot. A, just a bunch of new and old stuff that we haven't gotten to talk about yet. So it's like, oh, God, where do I go first? I was very tempted to go with Machine Girls Neon White. Yeah, I was kind uh, of surprised you didn't, having so seen your choices. The, the, the reason I didn't go with Neon White is just because I figured it is a more and this is air quotes, recent game because it's from last summer, um, 2022. But that means that it, in at least in my mind, the way that I think about it is it will have more longevity for when we do our next music uh, sode. That's true. So I'm kind of going to sit on that one for a future episode. So you're definitely going to hear some of that soundtrack in the future because it is chef's kiss. <laughs> it is when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. Mm, that's that's Machine Girl. <laughs> oh, damn, that's so good. Fool. <laughs> But I didn't, seen that coming. I didn't go with Neon White because there are two other games, which actually are respectively my game of the year and my game of the year. I actually I didn't really quite realize that Neon White is too. And a little big chunk of that has to do with how great the soundtracks are. So let's start with, I guess, the older of the two. Let's okay. start with Paradise Killer. Mm. Mm, the best of the best. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and play me the first track, Paradise, parentheses, okay. Stay Forever. Here we go. Ooh. I like that. Oh, hold up. You don't even know yet, bro. This sounds like it's starting out 80s. Like 80s synth vibes. Yes. And it's going to get just more 80s after that. Or 80s electronic vibe, I should say. Oh, my God. That bass slide in. Oh yeah, the saxes, the brass. Oh, I love oh, it. Oh my god, when that when those brass come in, I just hang on. Oh, and then you get a little lyrics. bit of the vocalist before we have to stop playing the track, which is a shame because it's the oh god, the woos. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that's really good. It is off the charts incredible, and I am kicking myself that I did not look up who the vocalist is in that song. I know I know it from a long time ago, so if you're able to find that I'll real give you a quick. quick little Google. But so that's Paradise era parentheses stay forever. It is actually the only it's the only track in the entire game that has a uh that has lyrics to it. All of the other ones are fully synth wave, retro wave, some are a little bit dark wave. It's a very synthetic soundtrack with a really nice combination of all of these brass instruments. Mm-hmm which takes it from what could be a pretty, you know, standard soundtrack to a certain extent. You know, you've got a retro-styled indie game with a lot of sort of sci-fi flavorings sprinkled in there. So a synthwave soundtrack is perfectly in line with that. But when you just layer on that really nice coating of brass instruments on top of that, it takes it from like here to just straight into the stratosphere. Uh, And the composer here is Barry, uh, air quotes, Epoch, E-P-O-C-H, 
Topping. So Barry Topping is from Scotland. He actually, so in an article that I was checking out from Magnetic Mag, he actually describes Paradise Killer as his foot in the door into the video game music scene, meaning this was the first video game that he uh, produced the music for. Interesting. How do you knock it out of the park like that on try number one? Well, so that's very interesting. So, uh, you know, Riverboy, same, with Calls of the Lamb. Really? No and then either. remember also uh, Christopher Madigan, the composer for Cuphead soundtrack, oh, had yeah. never done big band music oh, before, Slash had never done a soundtrack before. And those are all three insane, amazing soundtracks. Absolutely insane. But in uh, so to his credit, Barry did do a lot of touring beforehand. So he's mm-hmm. been a musician, I think, basically his whole life, more or less. So he used to tour with actual bands and go around and you know play music around Europe and the UK with them. And then like Paradise Killer came along, and he was like, oh okay, I guess I'll produce the music for this. And it has spun that in, and he spun that into basically a career in video game music. He's working on. The music for a game called Sentry, which is very different from Paradise Killer, mm-hmm. a totally different scene, um, but it's going to be very fast-paced, sort of hectic action game. Really interested to hear the soundtrack for that one, and it's coming out March 2023, actually. Oh, nice. So Sentry's coming out kind of soon, but uh, Paradise Killer is such... I mean, it's my favorite game for many, many reasons, uh, but the soundtrack is sort of the number one of all of those different uh, factors that go into it. And I think the next track does a little bit of a better job of giving you a more holistic look at how the game sounds and feels when you're actually playing it. Because Paradise, Stay Forever, is sort of the game's launching point of literally you as main character, you physically launch yourself into the island. Mm. Island number 24, where you're doing your investigation. So it's like this big bombastic intro into the game, but then the game actually starts and you get more tracks like this next one. All right, here we go. So this one is called House of Bliss. House of Bliss. Here we go. You can go, you can do no wrong with a solid synth beat. You really can't. It's just, it's I love it. Like this style, especially is my favorite. It really is. Like, any game that has something like this, and I feel like this track does a really good job, and Paradise too. they both do a great job of giving you that sort of 80s Miami mm-hmm. tropical feel. Which is exactly it. from, like, all the art of this game. Exactly oh, what this is game yeah, is trying yeah. to sell. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it takes place on an island, but that island is in a pocket dimension where a bunch of people that sacrifice human beings to horrible cosmic gods make their paradise. Sure. So, it, it, kind of like with Cult of the Lamb, it's that situation of, well, you have this very glitzy, glamorous setting, but there's absolutely that undercurrent uh, happening, but just beneath the surface of, oh, all of this is actually built on terrible horror. Right. And there are a lot of other tracks in the game that sort of play more into that sense of terror and horror, especially when bad shit's going down in the game. And Mm -hmm. even though it's very pixelated and very uh, retro uh, aesthetically, you still get some pretty grimy, gross sections of the game where you're like, oh, God, this is terrible. And the music just plays to that over and over again. But House of Bliss, I mean, the I think it's Last XX or something like that. Mm-hmm. What's the other one that I was going to do? Heartstopper, maybe? There are so many. Oh, Midori Eyes, they're all so good. You can do no wrong with the soundtrack. And something that's really interesting about Paradise Killer is 
as you're playing the game, you actually go around and collect soundtracks. Oh. Like, as you find more of them, the playlist for the game opens up. So unlike cool. a lot of other games, which are, you know, the music is very much tied to a location or mm -hmm. it's tied to an event, that isn't necessarily the case with Paradise Killer. You go around, you collect soundtracks, your playlist gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and it keeps looping the longer you play. Interesting. So all of these tracks basically had to have the ability to fit into every scenario, more or less, which that's got to be a difficult feat all on its own. For sure. And then to take all of those tracks and make a, a cohesive and B, non-repetitive soundtrack where each track feels very distinct, but still very much married to the others in its playlist. Oh my God, just what an amazing feat. My only complaint about the game, there should have only been Paradise Stay Forever and all the other tracks should have been <laughs> omitted and it just should, should have played on an endless loop through the whole game. But that would have been too much of a good thing. So yeah, uh, Barry Epoch Topping's Paradise Killer soundtrack is the 10 out of 10 of 2021 2022 and 2023 and if you haven't listened to it yet you absolutely have to i actually didn't it come out in 2020 yeah i feel like I paradise it, yeah, killer it was my 2020 been. game of the year that's right Got but uh time no i need to go back and listen to the whole thing because man i i know i listened to a, a bit when you were first talking about the game but this just reminded me of how damn good that is i gotta give it a well i'm pretty sure that our one of our patrons and friend of the show and just all around cool guy waves i think he has the paradise killer limited release vinyl Ooh, which i desperately really want cool. i want it so bad <laughs> might have to kill him for it <laughs> But yeah, so and be the very subject of the next Paradise Killer sequel. Oh God, what a what a fun time that would be! <laughs> so the developer of Paradise Killer, um, Kaizen GameWorks, my God, if they're not working on a Paradise Killer, even just spiritual sequel, sure. I will sue. <laughs> I need more of that game <laughs> now. But yes, so that's uh, my Paradise Killer picks, and God, you can do no wrong. So go in there, listen to the soundtrack. You will have yourself a darn good time. Very cool. Uh, the additional vocals were by Fiona Lynch. Thank you, Fiona Lynch. Oh, I knew I knew the name, but I just couldn't remember it. Yeah, she's incredible. And that song is just blows your mind every time. Oh, it was so good. Very good job. Well, my second pick uh, and last pick for this episode is a game that uh, was incredibly fun to play. Uh, but the music's really stood out to me because while, yes, video game soundtracks have moved up from their early days of being the pure like chiptune 8-bit style of, of music and everything like that to the full orchestral scores of today that we get, there are still ones that stand out in that regard that seem to be a step above what you normally would hear in a game. And this is one of those soundtracks in that it feels, maybe because the game itself feels like this, that you could have pulled this soundtrack from the latest animated uh, adventure film from Ella Pixar, Alba DreamWorks, Ooh. which actually makes a lot of sense considering who the composer is. The game, though, that I'm talking about, any guesses, any ideas? Gosh, like the, I, I, I almost had guesses until you threw Pixar into the oh, mix. Oh, okay. Now I, now I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the game that I'm talking about is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh. Composed. I never would have guessed. That. It was Not kind of a, a left a left field Jeez. pick for me. I will wow, say, wow, good pick though. Uh, but Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart by Mark Mothersbaugh and Wataru Hokoyama. Now, Mark Mothersbaugh is a film composer. Has done a lot of movies before. Uh, some of the highlights, more recent highlights, is uh, Thor Ragnarok. Ooh, 
which okay. has a very big 80s synth vibe too, uh, tie, kind of tying into the Paradise Killer there vibe for us. Uh, but he also did the music for Mitchell's vs. the Machines, which is that oh, Netflix animated movie. I heard that was so good. I haven't seen it, but it's the same thing. I heard nothing but good things. I'm one of those people that saw the trailer and thought, that looks stupid. And then everyone that I know said, it's, it's amazing. amazing. I know, which it's I even like, really okay. wanted to see because I know Abby Jacobson of, of Broad City fame and stuff it does one of the voices gotcha. and so i'm like she's great and hilarious so like i want to watch it but regardless that so that when i saw that that he had done the music for this i was like makes complete sense because this i don't know it just has that extra something something that extra special sauce to it and you know b- mostly because it just the ratchet and clink games especially rift apart was this huge you know uh epic adventure where you're going to all these different weird uh, locations worlds. but it's also this like space adventure where there's supposed to be that grandeur of it yeah. and everything and all of it and this you know of course you're part of this like these like special like I, I'm now completely blank on it but like with Commander Qu- or Captain Quark you know you're with his like space rangers and everything so it's like, very Buzz Lightyear almost it is yeah. it really is so that's Buzz Lightyear what I, while he was still brainwashed right not after he got cool <laughs> But like when he was still a star command. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, so it, it does kind of have that like almost Toy Story vibe to it. Well, not really Toy Story vibe, but kind of that like Buzz Lightyear star command vibe to it. Where yeah. is this like, you know, big space adventure filled with colorful characters and, pomp. you know, expressive. The pomp and circumstance yes. of it all. And so it like really has that weight to it. But what I love is that it is this like sci-fi space adventure. So there is this like this electronic element to it as well in fact there are a lot of sounds that just are like you'll hear a little bit in this first song that are really like more beep and bloopy kind of like (laughs) kind of stuff in it which sounds more like computery and it has that tech but then there is just an impressive layering on top of all that of strings horns and just gives it this just oh it's this epic feel so the first track Shut that up, I'm going to play, talking, I, I, I just got to build <laughs> it up. Kidding. The first track that I'm playing is Blizar Primed and Ready. Blizar Prime is one of the locations you visit. This song starts with a very like big, like low uh, and slow uh, trumpet, just kind of like, and just kind of seems like it honestly kind of sounds something almost out of Halo, just this like really like da 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 swelling kind of sound to sort it, sort of meandering. In yeah, a kind of meanders, but then it very quickly picks up pace and builds into this. So it's starting to kind of build up. You got that horn. But now that you say it, it actually does sound very Halo. Right? Yeah, you're not wrong about that. But then, uh uh-oh, what's that? Adventure! Oh, I love that. Got that the hurried yeah. strings, the fast strings. Oh, the strings. hurried strings that make you feel like you're twisting down a funnel. Yes. Like into something big. Oh. And then it's going to open up here. Oh, this, this track fucking rules. Right? It's so good. Soaring strings. Adventure awaits everywhere. Oh. And it this just continues ex- to build and layer upon that same feel the whole way through That's this track. That's a banging track, man. It is man. a fantastic track. Wow. I'm pretty sure I might even have this on my like running playlist. I feel jazzed now. Right? I feel like if I were running to that song, I might have a minor heart attack because I would be like too amped up. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> it would just take You are setting personal records on that run for sure. Oh, man. Yeah, but that's a good one. It just one. really like just keeps impacing. And I don't know. Just something about that feels... Like, I know even they made a Ratchet and Clank movie, but like, it just feels like the two 
could you could just like take in this from this game and put it to the movie and it would have worked. You know, yeah. I don't know. It just has that like that Pixar animated movie feel to the soundtrack. And yes. I don't know if I'm explaining that well enough I get or it. if it's picking it up on that. But like that's how it just feels to me. And I don't know. Just something about that just hits all the right notes. I mean, me that very perfect. like driving percussion line. Yeah. And then when you just layer on those sick, like very urgent sounding strings, mm-hmm. it really does just make it next level which and you even said it like swirling down a funnel is so perfect because in this game you are like jumping so quickly in between these rifts in different dimensions and there's all this action and stuff happening around you it just fits that chaos so perfectly of what's happening in this game and isn't that what video game soundtracks are all about right making it to where you can pick up on maybe even story beats even though you haven't played the game just by listening to the tracks you can get a good sense of what's happening Mm -hmm. and the action that's going on around you that's a good soundtrack it is uh so for my second pick in this one it's it's kind of similar another little bit more of an action track again there but just another another styling and uh, i mean that's not ratchet and clank's fault it is an all action all the time kind of game. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's yeah, yeah. not a lot of downtime. In oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get a couple of cinematics and you're back into another yeah, action pack level. It. So it's but it's a good time. Uh, so this other track that I wanted to play is "Glitch in the System." Again, getting those like fun trumpets. That re- yeah, that really low uh, brass. Love that. Oh. But picking up again. Ooh, we have a tempo shift. And this one feels a little bit more like Lisa. Do you hear a little bit of those more like electronic sound in the background? Yeah. The the bloops like, and bloops, boom, if you will. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, and like the little laser sounds. Yeah. Love that. And the fast page trumpets there to take us out. It's, it's fantastic. It's, just, it's such a good soundtrack, and just in what all the different like stylings of the variations that come through it, uh, it do, is just a very high paced, high action soundtrack. It just really is driving. It's just it's, but yeah, it's a blend of fantastic like melodies. So it's I have to great. say, if you had played me both of those tracks and I didn't know what game they were from, with the first one, what what uh, primed and ready? Yeah, Blizzar primed and ready. Blizzar, 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 yeah, Blizzar primed and ready. I would probably not have been able to guess Ratchet and Clank. The second one, I actually might have mm-hmm. because I feel like that addition of those sort of. Um, technological ambient sounds like the lasers and just sort of the the yeah the bleeps and bloops there's not a better word for it the bleeps and bloops in the background that might have clued me into it because when i think of ratchet and clank even though rift apart has these very lush worlds that you can go and travel around to i still kind of think back to the the first game where it was pretty much just like these dingy spacey metal just out in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. the depths of space sort of vibe well it's all about like picking up like gears and and fixing things and stuff like that too and so that's what i really associate with ratchet and clank and i feel like even though it's the newest game that second track fits my personal like audio connection to ratchet sure, and clank sure. a lot better to be fair blizar primed and ready starts and i do think in the, you know those low trumpets the slower build to it at the beginning i always hear the, the more halo-y part i always hear it and i'm like oh man this is really good which which oh this is a halo which one is this from and i like never pick it never connects until it like speeds up and I'm like, oh wait, this is Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, it, like it's it's so fun too how it kind of like throws that twist at you where you think it's from something else. Remind me who the composer for Halo was. Uh, Martin O'Donnell and Michael Martin Salvatore. Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore. I can never. I always get them and Mick Gordon confused mm-hmm. just because of the M's. I don't know yeah. why it just happens. <laughs> but yeah, uh, amazing. Ten out of ten. So yeah, those are my two choices for 
this week's episode of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and Cult of the Lamb. Well, so, Mogan, what's, what's your final one to take oh, us home? It's got to be my 2022 game of the year, ah. even though it came out in 2021. <laughs> so, chronologically speaking, the three games that I was going to do were Paradise Killer 2022, Death's Door 2021, and Neon White 2022, and they were all technically my game of the year for the sure. year that they came out. Uh, but yeah, so I want to talk about the Death's Door soundtrack because it is... It's one of the tracks that I... Paradise Killer 2, I definitely do this with Paradise Killer, but Death's Door, man, I feel like as a whole, it just... I've never really heard another soundtrack that I think does as good of a job complementing its material. Mm. And I feel like part of the reason it does such a great job of that is because David Fenn, the composer, is also one of the game's producers audio designers he's the composer and something else like his list o credits because it's a really small indie game right oh no did i not hit send on that stupid note damn it (laughs) (laughs) i'm such an idiot (laughs) but anyway so he has many many credits on the game it's uh really a co-effort between him and mark something is the other sort of co-creator of death's door they are both the developers uh at acid nerve so acid nerve is the developer behind death's door their really main previous title that people might know them for is titans souls titans with an apostrophe yes titan souls which came out in i think 2015 and then i think in an interview with some magazine that i'm not going to remember it mark foster is the other guy mark foster yes thank you uh, in either an interview with a digital magazine or something like that, uh, they described that they got really burned out after making uh, after making Titan Souls, and that they had kind of maybe done some conceptual thinking about their next game, and maybe it was going to sort of have a crow in it. They weren't really sure. And then flash forward a few years, and you wind up with Death's Door. Right. It does share quite a few... Um, audio similarities with titan souls i think one of the tracks avarice might even be a remix or like a redo of a track that was in titan souls because when you go to avarice's like youtube video and look Mm -hmm. at the comments people are like titan souls titan souls this is from titan souls which is why i didn't pick avarice because i wanted to have a very unique look into what death's door sounds like but to its credit Avarice fucking slaps. (laughs) I wanted to include it so bad, but A, I couldn't really find 30 seconds that I thought encapsulated the whole song well enough, so I was getting frustrated. And B, Death's Door has, what, a hundred other odd tracks that are equally as incredible. So let's start with the first one, Ceramic Manor. This is so much slower. Oh, yeah. It's than I anticipated. Slow. This is more like Hollow Knight yeah. vibe to me. It, I, I, totally I was get it. honestly anticipating something more. Wait. That little harpsichord? Yeah. You don't get much harpsichord these days. You don't. You, it's, it's, a, it's a tragedy. Yeah. Ooh. Ah, yeah. Oh, God. It's so good. Have you ever listened to. He's this uh, pianist, composer, guy, songwriter. No, God, what Although, if you'd said Mozart? That would have been hilarious. Have you ever, have you ever heard, heard of, of <laughs> Johann Sebastian Bach? That would have been so little funny. known composer little, from little the, from way back composer. when. Uh, but no, it's this guy. Uh, he's known professionally, or like his, 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 his is it just Giovanni? And he's like a, a, an Italian guy. I want to say like the first time I heard 
his music was on, he was a concert that was shown on PBS when I was growing up. But no. anyway, <laughs> his, his music, for those of you, if you're Giovanni fans, I've also seen him like doing an infomercial trying to sell from oh like roll out keyboard <laughs> <laughs> later on, like a piano keyboard. But anyway, neither here nor there. That sounded like that could have been a music from him. So really? if there are any Giovanni fans out there in the world, Fascinating. Uh, like it, it sounds very much Destiny, I believe, is the album that I listened to of his. So it sounds like stuff from that. But that is not at all what I anticipated no, that music was going to sound like. It's really not. So Death's Door is this just fantastic blend of both the very dark. Woof. Bird is a woofing. Yeah, Birdie is a woofing up a storm. It's a blend of the very dark because it's all about death. That's the underpinning of the whole game. It is about death. You go around reaping souls and then you bring them back to the mundane. Mm. You bring them back to your little bureaucratic office and you turn them in and you get stuff in return mixed with these magnanimous moments of, I feel like that's really not the right word for it, but that's the word that I wanted to say mixed with these just incredibly, these incredible highs from parts of the game that are very different from ceramic manner, but ceramic manner does such a good job of, I feel like it's sort of, purpose in the game is to be your for your first official foray into going and reaping a giant soul mm. so the ceramic manor is the home of the ceramic witch i think the urn witch uh, of the urn witch and when you get onto her estate there are different variations of sort of her theme that play throughout so first you're on the grounds and it's this very acoustic feeling it's very calming even but then you get inside the ceramic manor and this track plays just this very pared down piano track with these uh, mostly the harpsichord mm, who's nice putting harpsichord in game music these days nobody <laughs> except for david <laughs> fenn who was like you know what this needs some harpsichord, harpsichord. and not at really most of the tracks in the game aren't like ceramic manor which i think is what makes it stand out so much is that it is so subdued and when you're walking through the manor itself it feels cavernous it feels empty mm -hmm. it feels like nobody's lived there for hundreds of years which is sort of true to a certain extent and it does such a good job of sort of giving you this feeling that this house used to be a home but it's not anymore something right. has happened to change that so it has this bittersweet feeling to it but it's also beautiful and elegant it's just a, an, an incredible track and this is one of the ones that i will do the extended like one hour loop on and just listen to it over and over again while i'm working because it's such a good work track if you just need to get in the zone and have a chill time ceramic manner on loop is superb for yeah that. that was incredibly chill but the next track i want to talk about i feel like might fit what you sort of think death store would sound like okay. so let's listen to the old watchtowers here we go this might be my favorite one in the game Okay, but still not at all what God, I was those anticipating. building chords, though. Love. Oh. And then the strings come in. Ooh. And then... Damn! Oh, God, it's so that good. That is so good. It really does, like, pull at my heartstrings. I feel like I'm wow. going to have a heart attack. <laughs> the... that, that piano in that song is so good. Oh, it's so but good. But that's still not at all what I was anticipating. You're a fool, then, and you no, need to I, play Death's Tour. I don't know. I was just anticipating it being more like, I don't know. 
More Cult of the Lamb almost. So, oh no, not at all. Um, more, I would, more in like the 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 energy of it. Oh yeah, not necessarily the sound, but no. like the energy. So, Death Store soundtrack really it it brings again. It's that marriage between sort of the the somber somber is really kind of the word that i'm looking for it's that marriage between a somber feeling that naturally comes with death mixed with these incredibly lively pieces that come into the music like when those strings come in Mm -hmm. or when the higher trills on the piano come in in the old watchtowers it gives you this feeling of expansiveness and of energy and in the old watchtowers specifically the the setting for this is that you've come from the lowest of the low you know you've basically just come from the swamp mm-hmm. uh, from a storytelling perspective and then instead of going down into the bogs into the swamps you are climbing up and up and up into these frosty ice crusted mountains so those really crystalline piano tones mm-hmm. I feel do such a good job of evoking sort of that windswept vibe of an icy mountaintop yeah. It does such a good job of complementing its source and what it's trying to do, and I just can't think of any other soundtrack. So, I would like in my personal ranking, if we were to someday do, why have we never done a top ten soundtrack? I think because we were scared. I feel oh like oh my god. I mean, we could wait, at least talk wait. about them. I feel yeah, like we did make a note about that somewhere. Um. Anyways, so in in my personal ranking, I feel like right now, if you were to ask me what's the best video game soundtrack out there, I would probably say Death's Door, and then I would say Paradise Killer. But they are just neck and neck, and they do such different things with the sounds that they're using and the tones that they're going for. But the Death's Door soundtrack is just. At beautiful is the best word to describe it. It's truly beautiful. Okay, we did do a, we have done a top 10 video game soundtrack ranking before. Really? When? Uh, two years ago. Two so it's, years ago? It's been a while. <laughs> uh, and what was I mean, on we it? definitely weren't, I don't think we were playing stuff. Oh, no, we probably weren't. We were probably just it. We were discussing. just like talking yeah. and discussing. Um, What's on the list? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to go oh, back and listen to this we now. Go back and listen um, to it. Actually, I bet, I wonder if I could find it here in my, in my notes. Um, like my old podcast notes and stuff oh, like that. Oh, Wind Waker was definitely on mine. I can tell you that for sure. Wind Waker was probably on there. I mean, Okami I know like... he was probably on there. I feel like I would definitely have like Last of Us and, and things like that. If I didn't do um, it in that episode, I definitely talked about Fendrana Drifts from Metroid Prime at one point, probably in one of our older music sodes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyways, Death's Door, frankly, dunks on all of them. <laughs> 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 so yeah, David Fenn at Death's Door at Acid Nerve. Good Christ, I cannot wait for them to eventually make another game. I don't care how long it takes. Willing to wait. It is a, a truly stellar soundtrack. Okay, I actually did find my list. What was on it? And wow, yeah, this needs to change. Is it out? Is, do all these games just... It's outdated. Get, I mean, they're, no, they're they're great. <laughs> like, I think I have mine, this list, and yeah, what, I don't, I can't tell when this is... Oh, uh, yeah. Was my list on April eleventh is when this I made oh, this wow. this break. So it's oh old. Paradise Killer wouldn't have been out then, right? Ooh. Or d- you hadn't played Death Door and all this stuff. So yeah, we're oh, gonna have God. to re- revisit this. Yeah, uh, we do. We might not do like a full like multi series because that was like a four a four series part uh, four part series that we did. Maybe not that extensive, but yeah, we should try to redo this because I have mine here, uh, starting from ten going to one. Donkey Kong Country, Red Dead Redemption Two, Stronghold, The Last of Us, Doom, God of War, twenty eighteen. Mm. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2, Halo 2, Ori in the Blind Forest, Ooh. Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Wow. Huh. So, like, all those are fantastic. 
but I would but definitely they are have very some, different. I would have some changes. Yeah, I feel like now there would be some big changes yeah, to that. There would so be some changes for sure. Anybody go back and listen to that episode and be like, well, what a bunch of idiots. They didn't include this, 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 and this. Because it was the time. Yeah. We didn't know. We didn't, we didn't know. know there's so coming. much new good stuff out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh we'll have to we'll have to revisit that for sure. I completely forgot we even did that. Yeah. But uh but yeah, I think that that was a fantastic jump back in to our soundtrack spotlight episodes and man, did it feel good to talk about some soundtracks again. Are you, do we have the ability to make Spotify playlists? Yes. We should make a playlist of just putting, all I actually have together. an yeah. old one. That's for, even when we did it before, that was any soundtrack that we talked about. Did oh, spotlight, yeah, that's right. That is there. So I will reshare the link for that to anybody who wants it. Um, or I'll just put it in our discord and stuff like that. So you can get it and go listen to some of our past ones. Cause there have been some, excellent songs that we've talked about in the past and there are going to be some even better ones that we talk about in the future you know what so. might be a fun idea to do for the next music sode hmm. maybe instead of doing our personal picks we should ask our listeners for suggestions yeah. and then we listen to those and talk about them from sort of a a bystander's Ooh, perspective that would be really because good. i would be interested to sort of um, talk about music for games that i personally have not played that would be really i good feel idea. like that might get some different some different ideas and some different opinions going that's so everybody idea. put, like put a pin yeah. in that, everybody. Send us some ideas yeah. over in the Discord, you know? That could be or fun. comment below on this on this uh, video wherever you're listening to or watching. Like, we've I mean. never talked about the music of Bloodborne, for example. Oh, yeah, but that's it's true. It's got some bangers in there. That is true. In a different way. And now not there's, not like, Elden Ring. I haven't listened to oh, Elden yeah. Ring music at all. But like they're all the same. It's they're all the same. They're obviously We're just kidding. We know they're not all the same. But, no, it has been great talking about some music again. Of course, always let us know your favorite soundtracks out there. We have a whole soundtracks channel. Channel over yeah. on our Discord. So Put if you have there. if any of your favorite tracks or full albums, let us know. We love to listen to that. We stuff. really do. So please share share away. Go nuts. But with that, everybody, I think that concludes this episode of Team Chat Podcast. Come back next week for another exciting episode. But until then, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Morgan. Adios. We'll see you all next time.